0: It is officially baseball season. We're now into the spring training. What's your impression so far, my friend? I mean, at this point, it's pretty dope. I mean, I was kind of bummed out. So
1: last, last night, yesterday, uh, it was raining pretty hard here. And so a bunch of games got rained out. But now everyone played. So at, at this point, everyone has played a game. So that's pretty dope. <laughs> I mean, I didn't, I'll be honest, I didn't super follow up. I saw that the uh, <coughs> asterisks lost, which was cool. Already stealing signs again. <laughs> I mean, like, at this point, did you ever hear the story of the Cubs fan that went to, I believe it was Brewers. Brewers in that division? Pretty sure Brewers are in that division, correct? It should be.
0: Yeah, in the Cubs? Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, someone at a Cubs fan came and flew. You know how like Cubs fans, they, or how Wrigley field flies the W if they win. Yeah. Yeah. So then what they did is they went and they uh took a big ass W flag, like massive and went into the super upper decks. And when the Cubs beat the Brewers at, at uh whatever park it is in Milwaukee, had, in uh, Milwaukee they like mm-hmm. stretched it out over the, over the seats, and it covered like 50 seats to just troll the Brewers fans, and they got it confiscated and taken away. I mean, at that point, like, why you got to do that, man? It was funny. Like, you can laugh at yourself, right? You should be able to laugh at yourself. This kind of felt like the same idea.
0: Yeah. I mean, they, they were saying it was something to do with, like, you can only bring signs to the park of a certain size or something like that, but here's the thing. Manfred said, part of the punishment is public humiliation. When did he said that? That was somewhere in the report, right? Allowing them to be public. Because think about it. They could have kept it secret and done secret punishments. I feel
1: you. But they didn't. But they didn't.
0: No, I've heard that Josh Reddick has been getting death threats, as well as his wife and his family over social media. And I think that's the league's fault. Because when you don't enforce justice, per se, that's where vigilantism... I'm not saying it's justified and it's not Right. But people feel the need to assert themselves into what they feel like is in that negative space, that void. Yeah, no, I feel that. For a second there, I was like, wait, what?
1: What are you saying right now? But no, I understand what you're saying in, re- in regards to that. If people yeah. felt satisfied with the punishment that was doled out, they wouldn't. And yet, if you're Though they are psychotic. It, and you're one of those people. Please go get help. We're just here to love baseball. Immediately. Immediately. Please don't kill anyone. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to. Honestly, I don't want to talk about it too much. I mean, at this point, like, no, everyone can just be frustrated. To date, no Astros player has started a spring training game that was involved in the scandal. Like, at some point, they have to play, right?
0: They've just been no real players are. No, no big league players are really playing except for Scherzer, who insists on pitching the first day, and just like a couple others. Nah, dude, Mike Fierce pitched today. Did he? Yeah, Mike Fierce pitched today. Um. Look at look at the field players, though. You're not seeing a ton of them. Angels Angels today. I watched the Angels game. They played most of their bees and their mobile Alabama players. Trout didn't and then, play. That? No, Trout didn't step on the field at all. Um, Otani wasn't there. They they mostly had like Adele. Michael Hermosillo, um Marsh, you know, these guys. Um, Taylor Ward. That's all Salt Lake B's guys. Indian, you know. in, Indians played. Fran Moraes. Uh,
1: okay, not that many, but a couple.
0: Uh, right, right. Yeah, yeah. You don't start to play people for a little bit. You kind of let your lower guys kind of show themselves and then pull everyone into things. It's a slow but steady process. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just looking at it. I
1: mean, like, just from watching, or I was mostly just listening. But, I mean, I saw that Ketel Marte hit a home run in his first at-bat, and he never got a second one. They're so like, all right, yeah, cool, good deal. We'll just get you on out of there. That's
0: fine. <laughs> yeah, you guys, let's see. Di- played, Diamondbacks. Yeah, they, pulled, they had guys in and pulled him out pretty quick. They had Colquhoun. They let him take a couple at-bats today, yeah, and then no, they pulled him, you- yeah. Played for like four and a half innings. Yeah, I still can't think of Cole Calhoun without thinking of that diving catch in Fenway last year. What's crazy about that is that he's done that all over the place, all the time. Like that's like, but it's history. so random. What, right? Like elaborate. Please. He, Cole Calhoun's a good player, but I'm not going to call him a perennial All Star. Of course. Is that fair? Oh yeah. Has he been an All Star yet? No, no. But what I what I mean by that is. Out of nowhere, you forget he exists, and then he's on Sports Center top 10.
1: Oh, yeah, no, I see what you're saying.
0: My thing with Cole Calhoun, I was listening to uh the
1: GM of the Diamondbacks, and he was like he was being spoken into his ear like, Hey, you have to go get this guy. You have to go get this guy. He's like worked so hard, super passionate about the game. You have to go get this guy, have to go get this guy. And this was his first time being a free agent. So they kind of, he just, I was listening to a video and he's like, yeah, like it was mine. He grew up playing baseball in Arizona. So he's like a high school kid from here. He's from Buckeye. Like it's pretty dope. Pretty cool story.
0: Yeah. Okay. So let's get into the note of today. We're talking about offseason acquisitions, trades, kind of what's elaborated. And we're already on the topic of the diving backs. I mean, Cole Calhoun is n- nowhere near the biggest acquisition the diamondbacks have gotten this year yeah no for sure that's mad bum it's not even close but yeah mad bum for sure is the biggest one right so we pulled the pitcher over from you know from the giants what a relief does that have to be when you play in the same division to know that you're not gonna have to face him again
1: you know what dude i uh, okay so i'm obviously i'm from arizona i'm a d-backs fan i know the most about them But I was listening to a story from spring training and Madison Bumgarner's like, he was stepping in against David Peralta, who was the he won a gold glove last year actually on left field. Um is a pretty good left fielder. And he's like, Hey, just a heads up, this is my first time pitching with someone in the box in a couple months, so just don't stand too close, essentially. (laughs) Dude, dude! first pitch was a slider away, right? So David's like, all right, cool, spin on it. Next one was a fastball eyeing up in his chin, and he dropped him to the ground <laughs> to get out of the way of it. And so Peralta did push-ups, and he's like, all right, cool, I'm good. I'm not scared, I'm not scared. But, yeah, apparently
0: it was, a, it was a little bit of a rusty rusty thing to get him going. Yeah. Speaking of old Diamondbacks, um, did you see that article today? I think I sent it over to you about – is that Granky? Oh yeah, the one where he's like, wait, I don't have to show up at the very beginning. That's crazy. Okay. Can you imagine? So the reason he is on my mind is can you imagine having Granky still on this team?
1: On the Diamondbacks? Yeah. Um
0: with with Madison Baumgartner there now. Well, if we had Granky, we wouldn't have got
1: Mad Bomb because his contract no. is fat. Yeah. I mean that's our own fault, but yeah, he was getting so much money. He his pay, his ch- his l- his salary accounted for like a third of the D backs total salary two years ago. One, point. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, it's the game. It's an economics game. That's for damn sure. But yeah, no, Mad Madbub's cool. You know, it's a crazy story I heard about him today. Hmm. He is has been roping like rodeo roping. For like three years, three or four years, like under an alias. Wait, yeah, you're talking like like on a horse roping cattle, his, under his Mason Saunders, which is his first name shortened because Madison, right? So then just Mason, yeah. Right? And then Saunders is his wife's maiden name, so he's been doing that like roping at rodeos and stuff. Like one, apparently, he was doing it like two days before he was supposed to pitch. This is the same dude that got in a, a, a dirt bike accident and like missed three year three months of the season, like two years ago when he's on the Giants. And you're like, uh, can you not please? <laughs> like, you're kind of important to this team. Please stop. <laughs> I mean, I love it. I mean, I'm a I'm a big rodeo fan, so like I'm it's thank it's dope, but please not during the season. I need you healthy. <clears throat>
0: That's just nuts to me. So, okay. So, as a Diamondbacks fan, how are you feeling about Starling Marte? Starling Marte, I'm stoked about. And in all reality, it's, it's less because of him
1: as an individual. He's a great player. Like, he was, you know, he was kind of the guy besides, uh, shoot, what's his name on the Pirates? Josh Bell, right? Like, he was mm-hmm. the guy other than Josh Bell for a while. And gold glove center fielder hits for average, you know, has a little bit of pop. So, I like that. Honestly, the best part about it. Is that we now have three gold glovers in the outfield starting in Peralta, Cole Calhoun, and Starling Marte. And it means that Cattell gets to move back to second, which is his natural position.
0: He belongs as second. Like, just to emphasize that point, it's not that it's nice for him to move back. He is a true to heart infielder, like midfielder, second baseman. And it was so strange to watch him in the outfield because he's good in any position. He's a good player. Don't get me wrong. His first error was like five months into the season or not five months. It was
1: like in late July. His first, Yeah, it was his first yeah. error in center field. And it's the first time
0: he's ever spent really any real time out there. So, And center field is, is a quarterback of that field. I mean, it's just a good center fielder pretty much says, if you hear nothing, it's your ball. But the moment you hear me call for anything, I have complete control over the play. You know, yeah. that's a hard position just to jump back into.
1: No, for sure. And like, and that was the kind of thing that, like as a fan, I appreciated the most was that he did really well. And yet he had that huge breakout season last year. So if you can get him back to essentially worrying about less instead of needing to play two positions, and you know, it's, he actually came up as a shortstop. So he can play any either middle infield position, he can play center field, right? I think he could even be just fine at third. So he's super versatile, but. By moving, having, you know, Starling Marte, you'd like about the upgrades, right? Last year we had um, Cattell playing center and Adam Jones, who's not even in the league right now. He's playing over in Japan. Um, and yeah. I love Adam Jones as a person, but he was, he's at the tail end of his career. I don't know how else to say that. So moving, yeah. you know, getting Cole, Cole, Cole Calhoun out there, who's a better offensively and better defensively adding Starling Marte, who's a you know a gold-glove center fielder who has a little bit of pop and can allow... Because if Cattell's playing second, then it was Gerard Dyson in center, who I love, again, as a person, but he's more of a Billy Hamilton kind of feel. you know, Real fast, real good defensive guy, not a ton of power. Um, my only thing is that kind of makes Jake Lamb the odd man out, which is crazy because in 2017, he was an all-star. So this is like a little bit... It's kind of a weird moment. I'm honestly surprised that they held on to him, but what are you gonna do?
0: It'll be good to see. You. Yeah, I um, I they've done a lot of extending, so they've got Escobar, Peralta, and Ahmed extended. And then if I'm right here, Weaver's back from the injured list. Yeah. So
1: last year he didn't he didn't get Tommy John. That was the thing. They shut him down before he needed it. Um, but prior to that, dude was a monster. Um, there was one game in particular that I remember watching it was against the Braves, and dude was just striking everybody out. He has a really, really good fastball. Um, not it's not a ton of you know like some guys that you look and you're like, whoa, they're throwing hard. Other guys you're like, oh, that's that fast. He looks like he's just chucking it, like he's just playing soft toss. Luke Weaver's kind of like that. He's a real low, low to the ground when he pitches, and just freaking, you know, he's not up not upper nineties, ninety six to ninety eight most of the time on his fastball, and has a really, really good curveball. Um. Changeups, eh but it's but it's there so he was almost elite before he had to get shut down because of uh the tendon for tommy john whatever that is um and he started coming back came out of the bullpen a couple times in the last season but i think that he'll probably be number three so you have mad bum one robbie ray two luke weaver three and then half of our rotation last year is now your four five six seven guys which is which is crazy we haven't been this deep at pitching in years so i'm i'm honestly really really stoked about the offseason how it went
0: did robbie ray almost have a perfect game last year <sighs> honestly i can't recall um he i had him on my fantasy team and he was right i kept pulling him in he was pretty reliable he threw he strikes out a lot of fools that's for sure
1: um his always thing is the walks the walks will get you but um i mean he was he was a monster in 2016 dealt with injuries in 2017 um 18 and 19 were just kind of like they were like they were good but they weren't they weren't his like perennial like wow that guy kind of burst onto the scene so we'll see if he can recapture some of that i think that he'll be a super solid number two if he can't i honestly my personal prediction that luke weaver is going to have that two spot in the rotation he's that good but i mean we'll see what happens in all reality right we talk about it everything's everyone was like oh d-backs making noise maybe they can make a push of the dodgers
0: and then all of a sudden guess who signed mookie freaking bets so that's what i was that's what i was just thinking and your problem isn't just mookie bets right everybody forgets that they pulled david price into here he just gets so lumped into that now i i am i if you're a boston fan you should be glad they got rid of david price not for david price but for salary because dombrowski just stuck them to it with the the sheer cost of david price At the time, it was the largest contract in baseball. That being said, David Price is a phenomenal pitcher. And then you've got Mookie Betts at the other end of the battery kind of taking swings. And then you also pulled in Gratterall, who I think Red Sox overlooked as what could have been a great closer, throwing easy hundreds to come in and shut out a game at the end. Because they wanted him to be a starter. And they said, oh, he looks like a reliever. And my thought is, you are missing what could be... Eovaldi will never be a closer. He won't. Really? I just don't think Ivaldi is a closer. Right. No. Okay. Good deal. And so I thought Gratterall was like a great fit for them. Because you're playing against, you know, the Yankees who have the Cuban missile just coming out of nowhere to, you know, close things out. You've got to have something of, you know, that same capability. But I mean, I mean, toning back here, Diamondbacks had a huge offseason and it looked so good for them right up until just the last few weeks.
1: I guess that's my thing is that like as a fan, and this is where I take comfort, I try to, you know, console myself, is that the Dodgers look great on paper. But if you look at the season series between the D-backs and the Dodgers the last three years, it's pretty dang even you know what i'm saying like they are a baseball team they do have to mesh there you have to remember you're also dealing with injuries for my thing like you luck talk about dustin may you talk about Gavin lux none of those guys have had a full season of um service up at the big leagues yet they just kind of came up last year in september so who knows what they're going to be like over a course of a full season. You know what I'm saying? Like there's, they believe that they're good. They have the numbers in AAA that they think they're going to be great, but you just don't know. So at this point it is kind of just an unknown quantity for them. At least in that respect, um, your rotation is going to look completely different than it did last year. Right. Obviously you're going to have Kirsch on the top, which I think the only reason you're keeping him around is by name recognition because Bueller's those ace of that staff, but.
0: Oh, I saw Bueller pitching the other day. In a batting practice, and I was looking at his curveball. The amount of vertical drop his curveball was getting in that video was disgusting. It's a beautiful pitch. Yeah. So I mean, they're good. They're going a good team, and
1: whether they win a hundred games again this year, who knows? Um, it's kind of the unfortunate reality of NL West fans is that over for the past eight years, we can make a wild card. There's just just never been any like real optimism that someone can dethrone the Dodgers from that top spot. So who knows? Like I said, it's baseball; anything can happen. But
0: I mean, your competition right now for a wild card spot is going to be probably the Brewers, maybe the Nationals or the Mets. Right? Those are your wild card. Hmm?
1: I bet the Brewers win that division. Actually,
0: okay. You think the Cubs are your your wild card? Competition? Dude, I don't actually. Just kidding. You're right.
1: St. Louis wins that division. Cubs are in last in that division. I think personally. um mm. Brand new. G- you think brand new manager? The Pirates
0: are going to beat out the Cubs. Yeah. Oh, sh- you're right. No. I don't have very. I don't have very high. Pirates. Hopes for the Pirates. Last. It's yeah. Cardinals, Brewers, mm-hmm. Cubs, Pirates. I apologize. Here's a fun fact. Every team, every major league team, for the last several years, has had at least one player hit over. I think it was like 40 home runs. Mm-hmm except for the Pirates who have not had that occur since the 80s.
1: No ways. Josh Bell didn't have hit over 40 home runs last year?
0: I don't know what the number was, but there's a number at which point everyone else has except for the Pirates in 80 years, and it might be 50. Wow. Well, I'm just going
1: to look it up real quick because he, like he was in the home run derby. like That was his thing. Nope, he hit 37.
0: Yeah, yeah. All right, good deal. Never mind. That's crazy. I used to be a Pirates fan when they had... Um, Oh, I can't think of his name all of sudden. I think he's a Yankee now. What position? You know what? I can't remember. He had long dreadlocks at the time. Daryl Strawberry. <laughs> no, that's... <not. laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. I'm dead. Okay. So moving forward, <laughs> talking about central divisions, we're going to talk about the AL here. Okay. The Twins last year were... They, they led in home runs and then just dived in the playoffs. Right, yeah, they can't play in, they can't play. They've it. added Josh Donaldson as kind of a supporting role to Nelson Cruz.
1: You think he's you a think DH? that
0: hmm? I thought Nelson Cruz is their DH? I'm saying support to that, right? Right, Donaldson's definitely going to be a position player, but he's a great batter.
1: I'm actually low key disappointed with the twins. Um, I think they're you know, like you said, they were home run kings last year. They set the record, like they beat the the I think it was 2017 Yankees. Mm-hmm. So they did fine, but their whole thing was like we need to get pitching better. And guess what? They didn't. Arguably they got worse. I just I don't think Donaldson is enough to overcome the fact that your your best pitcher is Jake Odorizzi. you know? Joker Dizzy, and then it's just a huge drop off. You have Rich Hill who can't stay healthy because he gets blisters on his hands. Kent Maeda who's fine, but just throws junk balls, and who knows how he? You know he's switching from NL to AL, so you never know how that's going to go. And then um, Chase Anderson who's fine. He came over from Milwaukee, so I appreciate that guy. But I just feel like their pitching staff got so much worse that I'm not sure how much
0: done. They've added a few make. good, a few. I mean, Corey Gearin, you know, right-handed pitcher came in from the Yankees. Zero saves, three point nine two ERA with thirty nine strikeouts. He's he's no all star, hmm. you know. But it's they they've got a few pieces that they've put together. I think they've actually put together better pieces this year. I mean, they got Kent Maeda.
1: I do not like Maeda. Maybe that's just me being an NOS guy, but I'm not super impressed. Of
0: course, you're not going to like him. He was a Dodger. <laughs> you're not but wrong. I mean, ten and eight, he was credited ten and eight wins. I mean, I don't go by wins, but four ERA with one hundred and sixty nine strikeouts. He's not a horrible pitcher.
1: My thing is when your biggest offseason addition look like Homer Bailey,
0: that's where my issue, you know,
1: it's Josh Donaldson. They're like, oh yeah. And then they got Rich Hill, Kenta Maeda and Homer Bailey. And all of those guys are old dudes that can eat innings, but they're not anything like amazing. You know, they're not electric. They're not whatever. So who knows? Maybe, maybe their offense is enough to carry them through, but pitching wins championships. And if you can't go to New York and win, then I don't know what you did. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah. And they've extended things. So they got Wilfredo Tovar, who if I remember was in the minor leagues last year, not a great player. Um, Michael Pineda, which I actually really like Michael Pineda they extended. Yeah, you do
1: big fan. Yeah. Big fan. He's a big dude. Good hard thrower, but I just, eh, I don't know. just kind of, feel... what do you think
0: about Jake? Odorizzi?
1: No, Odorizzi awesome. I don't, I don't, I like Odorizzi. Don't get me wrong. I think he's a great pitcher. My problem is, is that there's drop off after that is just so much. Like it's such a it's such a big gulf between the two. Personally, yeah. But who knows? I mean, maybe they maybe they're maybe they're wrong. Maybe they set the
0: record again. I don't think this is their year, but I I can see I just see building because Donaldson's on a four year contract. Did that was that offered to him by the Braves or was it offered to him by the Twins? Twins, the Twins offered that. Yep, Braves offered a three year. I think he wanted the four year with the Braves but when they didn't pony up.
1: Actually, the Twins are going to win the World Series. This year? Like in a few years? We'll carry them. <laughs> if you've never seen Williams Asadio play baseball, you've missed out. Go feel free to look up his highlights. He's fantastic. Chunk boys for life.
0: Okay, let's jump over to the New York Mets because this is a team that has had, by all means, a very bad offseason and not just on the field first and foremost twins fans have been dying as fans to have management sell the team to somebody with deeper pockets and they had a deal come together with a private was it a private equity or a hedge fund guy and then the owner blocked the deal towards the end just shut it down it was a mess Jeez,
1: yeah i know they oh because you're
0: talking about beltron huh just talking. a bunch. Well, Beltron got, you know, beltron has gone. So there's quite a few different things here. So, okay. So they, they've picked up Eduardo Nunez to a minor league contract. He was a Red Sox player. Um, what's that? An infielder? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You remember Eddie got sent down last year. They've picked up Rick Porcello on a one-year contract. Now, if anybody doesn't follow Rick Porcello, he is great on even years, horrible on odd years. So this is the year then? This is his year. All right. He cool. was s he's been a Cy Young. This is a Cy Young winner. Right. Um, let's see. They lost um, Wheeler. Mm-hmm. They lost Wheeler, which I think that's gonna hurt them super bad. Cause so who's your top now? Syndergaard's
1: No, it's DeGrom, Syndergaard, and then who's the guy they picked up from Toronto last year? Strowman?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's still a pretty decent rotation in all reality. It is, and then oh, I was looking at a name here, that Dylan So he didn't seem to play much last year. No, he was hurt. What do you think about Betances?
1: I think Betances is like, you know, Derrick Rose is. You're talking basketball, or are we talking baseball? Well, we're talking. About, we're, it's basketball. Derrick Rose. Okay. Okay. Derrick Rose was MVP, and his career was essentially just completely chopped at the knees. Pardon my pun, because of knee injuries. So it was kind of one of those things that, like, he was so talented, but he's his ceiling was never reached because of injuries. I feel like that's Betances, right? Like that was the guy last year the Yankees were banking on. There he was going to be like their ace in the hole in the in the bullpen, and he could just never get healthy. So I think the Mets actually got him on a pretty cheap deal. So at least for what they're actually paying for him, I think the Yankees covered some of it. So his ceiling is so high. You just don't know if he's going to be healthy enough to reach it. That's kind of my take on Betances.
0: Yeah. that's And you know what? That was a pretty frustrating side of New York. Because if you think about it, on the other side of town, the Yankees signed Garrett Cole. And I don't think a team could be more excited for a move. Because one, they signed Garrett Cole. And then David Price and Mookie Betts just left Boston. And then you had Fam who just left Tampa Bay. I mean, the Mets have really positioned themselves... I don't see any way this year plays out without a major trade or large consideration of them getting injured like crazy again this year that they don't win the division with over a hundred wins. The Yankees. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: the Yankees are walking into the AL East like a big dick in a locker room, dude. They're like, whoopah.
0: Come talk to me. It's it's the it's their year. They've this is this is theirs. And it's really unfortunate. I mean... Because i like to see a little bit of change. I want to see Tampa Bay do it, if I'm going to be honest. I
1: just... Tampa is one of those things that, like... I just have so much faith in their front office for understanding who their players are and what they're good at, that even if I don't even know who they are, like what their names are, I just know they're going to win right around 90 wins and they're going to be a bugger to play against. So I just... You know, a game of, like... I think over the course of a full season the Yankees are going to be better, but in a you know in a five game playoff, who knows?
0: Um this might be a fun little bet if we want to put some money down.
1: Okay, all right bet. I'm about it.
0: Do the Yankees get to 100 wins before the Orioles get to 100 losses? Let me let me do some quick I will mm, <sighs> My first mm. thought is like
1: yes, I will take that bet. But well, actually I guess it depends because I don't I don't necessarily don't agree with you. I just need to I just need to see who's on that team. I mean I didn't take a stance. I, I'm aware. Hold on. Let me just let me just take a quick look. Um, 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 um Oh, come on. Orioles, give me your give me your players roster. I'm gonna give you a couple of names. You got Chris Davis. Dude, I saw that he was doing so bad, it was hurting him mentally enough that he almost walked away from sixty nine million dollars and just retired. Can you imagine being
0: that he was bad? a trooper last year? I don't know,
1: dude. Um, I bet that the Orioles get to 100 losses faster than the Yankees get to 100 wins.
0: Okay, if anyone wants to pony that bet, I'll uh I'll hold the money because that's a that's something I want to think about for a minute. But I think that is a great Vegas, like a prop bet. betting pool. Yeah, mm-hmm. hey, who knows? Yeah. Oh, I mean, your best player—you'd let go, right? I'm going to parlay that against the Tigers and the Dodgers.
1: the t- The Tigers, the Tigers are going to suck so bad this year. It's not even funny. It, it's name one good player on the. Oh, uh, Mickey Cabrera. Okay, I was. Sit I in. as soon as I said that, I thought that. No, like as soon as I said that, don't tell me he's in his prime because he's
0: not. You just said one good player. F you, bro. <laughs> okay. Um, Rangers had a disappointing offseason. They gained Corey Kluber, but have really nothing else. And then um, you've got a note here on Robinson Torino's. I'll let you chip in on that.
1: I mean, okay. So everything that comes from Houston is going to be a little bit tainted. So who actually knows? He was like their guy <laughs> last year at catching, right? You was James McCann and Robinson Torino's. So I don't have the graph in front of me to see how many trash, bang, trash can bangs he got. But he was like a really, really good offensive catcher, which is kind of like a a hot commodity in the MLB today. So I appreciate what they did. I was scrolling through Twitter and got on a a Rangers thread where there was like an ask me anything for the GM. And it was nothing but contempt for that guy. And I kind of felt bad because he looked like a nice 40-year-old guy and no one liked him on his uh, from his fans they were like hey why can't you do your job right and i'm like oh geez man what this guy do to you so I, there's some visible f-
0: frustration from the rangers fans in regards to that so i'm, I'm looking up for trash can bangs right now because i did not know this was a thing <laughs> the graph um yeah torinos is not on here
1: oh okay all right, all, right, all, right, all right okay
0: but i'm actually okay i am surprised let me just take a quick side note here Altuve only has 24 bangs versus Springer, who has 140, <laughs> um, Beltron 138, what? Regman 140? 133, Gurriel 120, and Carlos Correa is 97. Mm-hmm. Ryan McCann at 45, Reddick at 28, and Altuve only has 24. Oh. So Altuve could still be a decent player. I I had him on my keeps on the <laughs> on the fantasy league and i've been wondering what to do because i've also got devers and i had mookie bets and i'm thinking mookie's gonna have a better season I, so i'm still trying to decide who my two keeps are from last season you know it's funny i actually don't think mookie will have a better season simply i don't either just, I, I just don't think it's gonna be a good season because he's got one year He just got to switch team to switch yeah. conference like uh leagues entirely different yeah it's like al east to nl west but that too I think what was distracting Mookie is he didn't have a deal signed. Like, look at why Xander did so good. He just got that pressure out of his way. Mm-hmm. And you think about with um, uh, Trout. Trout was like, I just don't want to stress about free agency. I just want to play. yeah. So he got a contract signed and boom, he was his usual self.
1: Hmm. I would love to see if there's some correl- correlation or causation on that one. But if we need more. We need a bigger pool, but... I mean, I think the Rangers will be. They still have Lance Lynn. They still have um, what's his name, Son of a Gun. Um, he's a outfielder. He was an All Star last year. Shu Chu, but he's talking about retiring. They still have Ronald Guzman, so they have they have guys. But I just don't see a huge bunch from them. I mean, in all reality. I mean, we talk we're about talking Twins, right? Or I mean, uh, Rangers. Yeah, I mean, I think that like of all the AL teams that really kind of. For me, are kind of like a dark horse team. This
0: one, it's the Blue Jays. It's interesting because the AL East is going to be interesting this year. Are Blue Jays you know, AL East? Austin's been shaken up in the offseason. Blue Jays, yeah, Blue Jays are AL East. Oh, I didn't know that.
1: I don't know what. Yeah, I was so they've got to deal
0: with the Yankees and the Rays. I just they're not going to make the playoffs, plain and simple.
1: Well, that's a bummer. They're not. Well, they could be if they were good enough. They could make the second wild card.
0: That would require. That would be interesting, because we both know Houston's still going to make the playoffs. They are, I mean, I mean, look at the AL West. I
1: hate you. For, got, I hate you for saying that,
0: but it's true. It is absolutely one hundred percent true. You've got, you've got the Angels, the Oakland Athletics, and the Rangers. Damn it! And then damn it! Damn it! Damn it! Damn it! Damn it! Give me give me one good reason I'm wrong, and then the Mariners, right? <laughs> the rip. so if you can give me a reason that I'm wrong on that, unless the Angels pull this off, they're be- I think the Angels make it in wild card at best. But we're not talking predictions today. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's the best option. That's though. that's the dream is that the Angels go on a tear and
1: you know Shohei Otani goes saying, hits hundred you know, home runs or something like that. I don't know.
0: I'm not saying they're going to go deep though. You know they might get knocked the hell out in the first game.
1: I mean, we haven't seen them playing on a level playing field in three years. So who knows?
0: That is very fair. Okay, let's see. So another team we were talking Blue Jays as well a little bit, and they've got—I mean, they've got good pieces. I just, other than gaining Hyunjin Ryu, I just think it's the lousiest off season I've ever seen. Lousiest? Have you ever seen the Rockies off season? I'm sorry, dude. I mean, like they didn't add a hell. Yeah, let's jump to the Rockies. Yeah.
1: I just – hold on, just to go back to the Blue Jays for a little bit. They just have so many young pieces, right? We talk about Bo Bichette. We talk about Biggio. We talk about Vlad Guerrero, right? And just besides name recognition, they had good seasons. So I feel like they're going to move forward, you know what I'm saying? Another year, full-time playing. I just feel like that will raise their floor a little bit. But the Rockies were terrible, absolutely terrible this
0: offseason. Yeah. So, okay, Rockies have – we've talked about Tim Melville before, someone who we like on the podcast – is he still? They they have moved him down to a minor league contract with an invitation to spring training. Yeah, I don't know. I I'm not a big Tim Melville fan because his
1: uh, really good outing was against my favorite team, so that, <laughs> that was fun. But um,
0: yeah, I don't know. <laughs> he's fun though. He's a fun pitcher. He's the kind of pitcher you like.
1: Yeah, no, you're you're not wrong. You're not wrong. He pitches. He's not. He's a he's a pitcher, not necessarily just a thrower. I respect that.
0: Oh. And I love I love seeing a good EFUS pitch every so often. It's just so rare to the game nowadays.
1: Here's my thing with the Rockies. Rockies won seventy one games last year, right? They were coming into that year, they're like, yo, they can make some noise in the NL, like it's gonna be great. And then they won seventy one games, right? Freaking nobody on their pitching staff besides uh his name last name is Gray can can get people out. And their biggest thing they did this year was not trading the disgruntled star. And so I just it just seems so backwards like what is going on you know what I'm saying like that was whole yeah. Arnado's thing was like get me some help or move on and they just freaking yeah. they just didn't do anything and to me that's it's just honestly it's just damning in regards to how much ownership wants to win at this point
0: <laughs> or they're just blind either one okay we're hopping into the big three now
1: oh okay okay
0: I'm ready the big three Okay, so the Cincinnati Reds
1: have had that's unfortunate. I mean, it's not unfortunate. It's like kind of like about damn time for these guys. But who would have
0: thought? Who would have thought? Who would have thought we would be here? I, know, I was reading something about ballparks the other day. It's the Reds have that boat built into the outfield, right? That uh, big ass like there's a steamboat built off to the side of Great American Ballpark. I'm pretty sure it's it's either there or it's um no, nah, it's probably Great American Ballpark. That that seems like very Redsy. And I remember it saying something like, "So you can come and watch them steam slowly into another last place." What? That was that was kind of the tease about like, oh. oh. You know, having I thought that you were saying the
1: sign got put up that said that on it. I was like,
0: "Damn, dude, they, no, no, they hate no. themselves. <laughs> okay." So Nick Castellanos, they pulled him in. He's a decent right fielder, right? Two seventy three average, eleven home runs, thirty seven RBI. Pulled off of the Chicago Cubs. Yeah, but he was only like a four-year contract last year, right? Right, and he was decent. Then they go out and get Wade Miley, who was, by all means, he was like what Houston's number four, number five pitcher. I think he was three last year because it
1: was because it was Verlander was number one, obviously, and then mm-hmm. after him, oh, it was, it was Cole. Verlander, Cole, and then it was Miley. So it was three until they acquired
0: Granky, and then, then he was four. Yeah. So he's four, right. So he ended in that four position. He would have still been that three since Cole's gone. Uh-huh. Um, 14 and six, 398 ERA with 140 strikeouts. I mean, by all means, he's a decent pitcher. He's not phenomenal, but he's something that was needed to help out with this Trevor Bauer, Sonny Gray, Luis Castillo kind of group that they were clinging for dear life to. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think and what we talk
1: about, remember how we were talking about the, uh, the drop-off for the... Uh... Shit. What was the drop-off? The team we were talking about. It was earlier. It was like 20 minutes ago. I can't even remember. There was a team that had a were big... Were we talking time. when we were recording or before? No, during this thing. We were talking about the drop-off for pitchers. It was the Twins. Yeah. The Reds, I felt, was a lot the same way, right? You have Lu- Luis Castillo, who was a monster all last season Sonny gray who's like eh, hit or miss and then trevor bauer who is trevor bauer so i think adding i think wade miley's gonna probably gonna fit into that three spot i think he'll be it'll be castillo bauer miley and then uh sunny gray personally Sonny gray. that's my personal take mm-hmm. i mean honestly like i okay. never really saw him that much in
0: new york so so let's talk about clubhouse presence here too okay. um Mike Moustakas, I think, is the best acquisition they had. Really? personal opinion. Okay. Go for mm-hmm. it. The reason I say that is because Mike Moustakas is been a third baseman in Milwaukee for a long time. He's been a staple piece there. Mm. Right. Moose. They loved him in Milwaukee. Uh, 254 batting average, 35 home runs, 87 RBI. Decent. Yep. But he is a veteran player who can command a clubhouse. Right. Now, he is a good bit younger than Joey Votto, who is one of my favorite players in the league. I think he's about six years younger. He's 33, where Votto's 39 about. But Votto is feeling pretty good about this season. Oh, my thing He's thinking this is it. He says he feels just as excited as he did in 13.
1: Dude, my thing with Joey Votto, right? Okay, so Joey Votto was like the... He was the closest reincarnation to Pete Rose we had, right? Dude, never struck out. Super solid strike zone. And for whatever reason, I felt like last year, he just all of a sudden just got so slow at the plate. Like, he was behind all the time. I don't i don't know if he was hurt or something was happening mentally. He was not the same Joey Votto as he was years before.
0: yeah. It'll be interesting. He seems really excited to have Moustakas. He said that he was looking forward to learning a lot from him, which is a pretty humble thing to say when you're six years old and the guy, but it shows that he's got his mind in the right place. For sure. I am actually, so I don't have an NL team that I like predominantly love, but I think you'll find me watching a lot of Reds games this year.
1: Bro. Okay. This is my person. I'm looking at their roster right now. Okay. Mm. These are people you're going to watch. Jesse Winker, Janikowski, Aristides Aquino. We talked to him last night. My, you know what I'm thinking about with Mustakis is I bet he plays second base because he kind of transitioned. That makes sense to me. He transitioned to second, kind of towards, or he was like a kind of a utility infielder for the for the uh, Brewers, Brewers because they have Eugenio Yohen- Yohen- Suarez at the corner, so. I don't know. Maybe he takes that. Maybe he's his like replacement days off kind of deal. He might just be kind of like clubhouse guy.
0: Right. I mean, it, it's kind of like, why do um, why do the Red Sox keep stringing along Pedroia?
1: I don't know. It's just a clubhouse him a thing. bench coach, dude.
0: Well, they should have. I mean, they grabbed the Brewers or – no, they grabbed your guys' bench coach. Who? The Diamondbacks' old bench coach. Which one? The Red Sox did. Yeah, but which one? I don't remember the
1: name because they actually yeah because Lavella it's just replaced coach. his bench coach actually
0: yeah this year uh yeah I'm excited to watch the Reds um getting even hotter into the off season of both oh Jerry and Aaron yeah, yeah yeah you'll like Jerry and Aaron he's a good guy he's a really I really
1: really liked him as a as a bench coach it was kind of the thing is just kind of like Lavella
0: wanted to give other handwriting. people opportunity. You said he has great handwriting. Yeah. yeah, he has great handwriting. That's my first impression of him. Um, okay, the uh, the Angels really could have had something huge here, but they just they just didn't pull one piece, and it was because of their ownership. So they went out and they got Rendon right. Huge. I am looking pickup. at their huge. Right, right. It's huge. I'm I'm looking at their. <laughs> I'm looking at their lineup, and I'm thinking they could have had, you know, coming up second, Mike Trout, followed by Rendon, then Otani. And then they could have had Jock Peterson. And then if they call up Joe Adele, I mean, anyone who has to pitch against that continuation of a lineup. And then after that is Albert Pujols, who I'm not saying he's great, but he's still a veteran batter. He's someone that you recognize by name brand. Machine. right right i would not
1: want to pitch against them here's my thing and this is an interesting idea with jock peterson for those you don't know that name it'd be surprised if you remember the home run derby last year with the overtime one with vlad guerrero jock peterson was the other guy dude's got a sweet swing he's obnoxious but he's a solid hitter dude and for whatever reason he was hitting leadoff in la and would hit Lead off home runs like nobody else and you're like bro stop it like why do you keep doing that all the time he's a super quality hitter and i feel like if that's the thing is that they didn't get him right and that's kind of on that that's from the mookie
0: trade and leadership leadership pulled pulled the strings on it at the angel side was it i dude because like, i was kind of confused why that fell apart There's a lot right? of debate
1: because yeah. right their whole trade between mookie and the do- or red sox and the dodgers and the twins and then all of a sudden the red sox are like we don't want Gastoral, or whatever And then, we don't want the cough syrup, whatever it is. (laughs) Uh, Bruised our Gratterall. Yeah, that's the one. And then, so everything kind of fell apart. And the union's like, you guys got to figure this out. Or, you know, we're going to start freaking taking names. And then it kind of, they figured it out again. And then all of a sudden, is going to the Dodgers. And then they're not sending Peterson. And you're like, wait, what? Like, why? What? What?" The Dodgers definitely won this offseason to some degree. (sighs) So frustrating. But I mean, I'm with you. Like, we have a note here for this one. Like, you guys have Trout. You guys have Shohei Otani. You guys gonna have Joe Adele. You're gonna have all these guys. Like, why can you not like he's Mike Trout's been in one playoff game?
0: Okay, Joe Adele looked amazing today in spring training. He just right off the bat, two hits in a row, stolen base, an RBI, and he was just looked confident. He got up and he, had a, he was on the one-two count, laid off a dead-off-the-corner pitch, just laser-focused. Now, he has had issues being early and aggressive with the ball. You know, I actually work in a capacity where I see a lot of Adele, and so you hear me talk about him a lot. Mm-hmm. But watching him lay off, he has taken some real time to develop in the AFL, in the Arizona Fall League, which is not something you send a player to unless you have big intention for them.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: Now, I really pissed somebody off the other day because I said he could be the next Mike Trout. Just like, just teasingly saying like, hey, you're in Salt Lake. You need to go to a game and watch this guy because he's going to be good. I know that's not true. There will never be another Mike Trout. Don't, that being said... Don't say that because he, people said there was never going to be another... Um, mm, dude, how did I Right just- at, at the end of the day, though, he is going to be Babe an Ruth. amazing that player. That was the name I was thinking of. Who is it? Babe Ruth. So I apologize oh, for I mean, being well, you're a fired.
1: terrible baseball fan. Oh my
0: god, You are fired. Okay, let's talk about 100 years. It's been 100 years since the Red Sox traded Babe Ruth. And now they just traded Mookie Betts. Another thing that's been 100 years ago was the Black Sox scandal. Wow. Same year, right? Now, do you think this is the year the White Sox really pull together a great team? Cuz I think this is kind of the end all staple we've been getting to. Yo, that was a I good think the White Sox I'm very proud are the of you, dark horse. Oh, thank you.
1: I yeah, dude, that, that was awesome. Are they the dark horse? Yes. Because let me tell you what. I it's crazy to me that more people aren't talking about these guys, and I think it's it's possible just because of like the it's the White Sox. You know what I'm saying? It's one of those things that you're like, eh, we'll see what happens, right? You're like, Chicago, it's hard to play in, in a
0: city where you have two teams. It's being the Mets.
1: Yeah, it's exactly. It's But it's even worse. Like, there's less Chicago, Chicago White Sox fans than there are Mets fans. Unless you guys can no, tell us. They don't have a Jerry fans. Seinfeld. Yeah. Accurate. Um, my thing is, they just went out and they just did, I feel like they just did everything right. You know what I'm saying? Like, nothing about this offseason was like, oh, why'd you do that? It was like, oh, like, you needed to address your offense. Guess what? You picked up Yasmani Grandal. You picked up Edwin Encarnacion, right? Elo Jimenez gets to come back. Like, there's just so many things that I'm like, oh, yeah, you guys freaking killed it. And then all of a sudden, like, oh, yeah, guess what? We're also going to improve our pitching by getting Dallas Keuchel.
0: Dallas Keuchel.
1: yeah. I just feel like they just kind of did everything right. They extended the right players. You know, they have really good depth coming up. They have a pitcher, Casey Mize. Oh, no, he's with the Tigers. Never mind. Ignore me.
0: Um, do you ever see stuff happen to the Tigers and for some reason kind of conflate the White Sox because they both come from every, very, time. very like low performing teams that are in like very ghetto neighborhoods? Every time, dude. Yeah. It's weird.
1: But I feel like, I mean, who who are they playing against? That's, that's the real question.
0: Right. I mean, they're AL Central, so it's the Indians, right? Who are going to be where this year? I think they'll be decent. It's hard to say. I mean, Tito always puts together a good team, right? Yeah, no, I feel that he does. He he is a great manager. They've got the Tigers who aren't going to be much. The Royals, I just I don't think the Royals are anything this year to to worry about. But they do have to fight off the Twins. So ver- between the Twins and the Indians, I think they could land a wild card spot. I don't think they're going to beat out the Twins, but I do think that they could make a World Series run if they make it into the wild card. Oh, jeez.
1: I'd give it World Series if if everything goes right. World Series in three years for the White Sox. That's my personal opinion. I think their talent from their uh, their feeder or the farm teams are going to be better. I think i I think that the White Sox have a chance to win the division. Personally,
0: well, I think they could get pretty far. And here's here's the issue. The only reason the Nationals made it to the playoffs, to some degree, is because they played the Dodgers in a best of five series instead of best of seven. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Think about this: if you're the Dodgers, you would much rather face the Nationals in a best of seven. I mean, name name the three pitchers that are going to start off for the Nationals, right? Sure, right, in row. and Corbin. Right. You have to face those three. You know you're losing those games. Yeah. So if you're in a best of five, it's over. But a best of seven, the Dodgers would have won.
1: We'll never know.
0: That's where it comes down to. We'll just
1: never know because that's not what happened. But yeah, I mean, I I, understand what I'm saying. It's it's sound logic. I
0: understand what you're saying. The White Sox, if they're going to make it to the World Series, have to play the Yankees in a best of five. So then it's who's your who's your pitchers? And they have so that means they have
1: to go through Cole, they have to go through Paxton, and they have to go through Severino. So
0: ooh. it's hard. It's hard. It's hard. hard. But there's no way they're gonna do it in a best of seven because Yankees relief team is deep. Is it this year, though? I know it was last year, but it just didn't turn out that way. You know what I'm saying? They've got a couple issues. So Domingo Herman is out for 80 games on a domestic violence. Ah, but, I forgot um, about that man. suspension. Nice. Right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I'm all for for that suspension. I am. Um. Who else have we got going on? In the, yeah. I mean, there's just a lot there. Otto, but, Otto Vino. Yeah, Severino's injured. No, oh, Otto Vino. No, but Severino also. Severino so got injured again. He was. He left out. I mean, he's gonna be. He's gonna be slow coming back in. Good lord. He he was hurt all last season. That's beyond frustrating. Name a Yankee who
1: wasn't <laughs> Bro, okay, no, I feel you. I understand. Okay, good deal. What's the, what's their uh, what's their Triple-A team? That's the one. That's the answer I'll give you. Do you know what it is? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's It doesn't doesn't feel like it. <laughs>
0: <coughs> oh, you don't know it? who the Yankees triplets yeah. it's something Scranton Bombers right Scranton Rail Raiders.
1: Scranton Rail Riders you're right Scranton PA PA
0: the electric city Scranton, <laughs> what the electric city
1: I think, I think I think that's a good time to hop off <laughs> okay boys and girls so hmm? boys and girls Thank you for listening to Designated Sitter. Me and Kaden love you very, very we much. We do.
0: So three, three items um, just on the lineup card to get rid of before we're done. One of them, we're still looking for anybody who wants to play in a fantasy league. We've got a couple spots left open. Second thing, anybody who wants to pony up against us on a betting pool on who will get to 100 wins or 100 losses first between the Yankees and the Orioles you may parlay against the Dodgers and the Detroit Tigers. And then the third item, we are currently in a long process of starting a new blog. Um, purpose behind this, we're wanting something that has statistical basis of 538, but not the conjecture that's come up in 538 since ESPN and Disney bought it. We want it to have the free filling of Barstool because we don't want to have editors constantly pulling things based on opinion. It's free thought, free ability. Anyone can write their true opinion. The only reason we would pull a paper is if it doesn't have any statistical analysis or basis behind it. Requires very little writing skills. We don't care how good they are, but we want this to be a free kind of cool spot for people to come in as we expand designated media. We're going to start with baseball, but we might move over from that. So if you're interested, reach out to me over our Instagram handle at designated.sitter. Steven also manages our Twitter account, designated designated underscore pod. pod. Hit us up. Much love, as always, your designated sitters. Aloha.